0: His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.
0: All right, welcome back to yet another Legion of Michael podcast episode. Thank you very much for being out there, for listening, for paying attention, for sharing, and please do that. Please share this with someone else that you know uh, could use it, could be inspired by it. Whatever you're listening to, whether you're listening to Stitcher or Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio, whatever, please hit that little share button. You know there's a little share button there, and uh, you can share it on your social media, whether you're on Facebook or Parler or MeWe or Instagram or whatever. You can share this show with others, and other people can benefit from it. And for those of you who have left reviews of the show, thank you very much. And if you've not left a review of the show yet, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? For what are you waiting? That is a good question. I don't know. All right. Now, many of you recognize the opening verse. The opening verse is from Matthew chapter 25, verse 21, and that is part of the parable of talents. Yes, the parable of the talents. And I would hope most of you learned about that in Sunday school, about the master who went on a trip. He was going away, and so he gathered his servants together, and he gave them talents. Now, in the Bible, talents uh, are money, but talents are what? Talents, and the parable is: some of us are given ten talents, some of us are given, some of us are given five, some of us are only given one, but everyone is given some type of talent. And the moral, and actually uh, the discussion or the parable of talents is. It appears twice in the New Testament. Every man and woman has some type of talent given to them by God the Father. It is our mission as children of God to seek out the talents we have been given and to make the most of them. Yes, you say, okay, great, Paul, but this is all about Legion of Michael, and Legion of Michael is about defending the faithful and protecting the innocent and about church security, so I know how to play the piano. That's my talent. How is that relevant? Well, it may not be relevant to church security, but I'm going to ask you, how many of you have the talent? Do you believe that you've been given the talent by God to be the protector of of the innocent. Did God bless you with a mind and a body to be the defender of the faithful? Not everybody can be an active physical protector of the faithful. Some people, due to physical infirmity, some people, due to age. Some people, due to mental capacity or lack of mental capacity, don't have what it takes to stand in the breach to put themselves between evil men and the innocent. And that's okay. Not everyone in the world. How many of you guys remember growing up watching the Sesame Street episode about firemen and jobs and so forth? Do you guys remember that? If you don't... Let me hit you. There was a Sesame Street episode where the king, I believe the king, was rescued by a fireman. And he was so impressed by the fireman that he ordered everyone to be firemen. And then he was hungry. This has been a long, long time, sir, since I watch this, so just bear with me. And he called the cook, and he said, where's my cook and where's my food? And he says, we don't have any food. There are no cooks. You made everyone firemen. And he said and he said yeah but but I, I cut my finger I need a doctor and they said there are no doctors everyone's firemen <laughs> and I know that's very very simplistic but the fact of the matter is we need firemen and nurses and police officers and we need carpenters and plumbers and electricians uh, we need everyone of all kinds of talents and we need those who have the talent, to be protectors who have been given the physical capabilities and the mental capabilities to be the defenders of the innocent and of the faithful. Well done good and faithful servant. That phrase from Matthew 25:21 has it's always struck a chord with me because I believe in my heart That at some point in time, in the future, maybe the distant future, maybe the near future, I don't know, it's not up to me to decide, but I will stand before my maker. I will stand before God the Father. And that's what I want to hear. I don't know about you, but that's what I want to hear. I want to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. I would hate to believe, I would hate to know that when it came time for me to stand before my maker that he would be disappointed in me. That I would be cast out. Because we know in the parable of the talents, there was one of the servants who was not faithful, who was not a good steward, who did not take the talents that he was given and make the most of them. Instead, he took that talent, and what did he do, ladies and gentlemen? You guys know, you went to Sunday school. He took that talent, and he buried it. He wrapped it in a handkerchief and buried it, and he did nothing with it. Now, think about that. God has given you talent. Maybe he's given you the talent. You have the physical capability. You have the mental capability to stand boldly in the face of evil. To stand up and face down evil and say no. To stand between Satan and the devil and the innocent members of your flock. But you said, ah, that somebody else could do that. It's not my job. It's somebody else's job. Somebody else's responsibility. Somebody else's duty. I may have the physical capability. I may have the mental capability, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. It's not my job. So you take that talent that God has given you and you bury it in a hole in the ground and you allow it to go to waste. Do you have a talent to be a protector of the innocent? Do you, do you have the ability, the capability, to realize that talent and to foster that talent in others? Part of having talents, part of having abilities, is to encourage others and bring those talents out in others. There may be some people in your congregation, in your flock, potential team members, who don't quite realize that they have that talent. Or maybe they have, how many of you heard? Uh, have heard the phrase, untapped potential, or unrealized talent. Sometimes people have more talent than they give themselves credit for, or for which they give themselves credit. And it may be up to you as a leader. If you're listening to me right now, and you are the leader of your Legion of Michael team, if you are the leader of your church security team, One of your duties, one of your callings, is to foster talents in others. Can you mentor others? Can you help them realize the talents that they have inside of them? Oh, wow, man, Paul, you're you're not asking too much, are you? First you wanted me to be the leader of the team. Now you want me to be their mentor? Yeah, actually I do. Actually I do. What are some ways that you can help people to realize their talents and how can you mentor them and how can you foster those talents in others? One of the greatest ways is to organize training and conduct training and get everyone together and have them participate in training. You say, what kind of training, Paul? Gun training, shooting training. Well, yeah, firearms training medical training, communications. We can talk about teamwork. There, there are lots of training skills. There are lots of avenues that you can go to to help people pull out their talents. When I went through basic training in the United States Marine Corps, we had to uh, – anybody who's a United States Marine knows this. If you're a Marine, you remember the obstacle course, on Paris Island or the obstacle course in San Diego. If you went out there, the obstacle course is the same for the Marine Corps. And, uh, the Marine Corps being who they are, <laughs> the hardest part of the obstacle course is the rope climb. And it's the last thing that you do. Now you'd think, well, I'm going to do the hardest thing first So that way I get it over with and then I can do the rest of it. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. In the Marine Corps, they make you go through all of the work. They make you do harder and harder and harder and more difficult and more difficult tasks. And then when you're completely tired and worn out, they give you the most difficult task of all to accomplish. Now, when I went to basic training and when I arrived on Paris Island, I will admit to you that the first time I encountered the obstacle course, the the uh, basic training obstacle course, I did not complete it. I didn't get all the way up the rope. I got maybe a quarter of the way, and my muscles failed. And the drill instructor said, get down off of my obstacle and try again later. And I was disappointed, but I didn't quit and those men mentored me now, they weren't my buddies they weren't my pals but they were my mentors and by the time i left paris island i got all the way up to as a matter of fact you don't even do the obstacle course in the the second and third phase of training because by that time you sh- it should be easy something that was extremely difficult at the very beginning weeks later
1: Granger, for the ones who get it done.
0: Now, why do I bring this up? You're like, I'm not going to be a Marine, Paul. I never was. I'm not going to be. I don't care about obstacle courses. You see, I had within me, I had the ability, I had the talent to finish that obstacle course, to finish basic training, to get through it, to become a United States Marine. But I could not do it by myself. God had given me the mental capacity and he'd given me the physical capacity, but other men had to help me and had to draw that out of me. They had to make me the most that I could possibly be. And that is exactly what they did. They took that talent, that raw, untapped, unused talent, and they forced me to use it. They forced it to the surface. And as a mentor to your team members, as a mentor to other people in your flock, you can behave in the same way. No, I don't expect that at your church you're going to – I don't expect you to go to the deacons and say, I need $5,000 so I can build an obstacle course, and I'm going to run all of these guys through this obstacle course. I do not expect that, nor would I endorse that. Now, obstacle courses are fun, but um, – But uh, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is you putting yourself in a position where you can help others to bring that unrealized talent to the surface. Now, maybe they have a little bit of talent, but they haven't reached their full potential. You can help them reach their full potential by being honest with them, by communicating with them, by challenging them. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, talents do not materialize, and people do not get better when you make things easier for them. No, that's not how that works. No, people get better, people grow, people get stronger, both mentally and physically, when they overcome challenges. Do not be afraid to issue challenges to your people and if you think about it and if you look around at the world in which we live you say you might say wow how did god the father allow this world to get so messed up things are not looking good evil and the devil is everywhere you know what those are ladies and gentlemen those are challenges what did I just say? I said, the body doesn't get stronger and the mind does not get stronger by making things easy. Easy is laying on a couch. Easy is sitting in your favorite recliner. That's easy. So I've got a recliner. I'm going to sit in it eight hours a day. And after that, I will be much stronger than I was before I sat down in that chair. Is that true? You laugh, you say, No, of course that's not true. If you want your body to be stronger, you have to challenge it. If you want your mind to be stronger, well, I want my mind to be stronger. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit mindlessly in front of a television for eight hours, and that's going to make my mind stronger, right? And that's what an educator would say to you No, that's not going to make your mind stronger. Actually, it does the exact opposite. If you want your mind to be stronger, you need to engage in activities that cause <laughs> you to think. You need to read. That's why we teach our children math so that they learn problem-solving skills so that brain their brains can learn how to solve problems. That is the importance of math when it comes to children. You all have talent. Everybody has different types of talents, and everyone has different levels of talent, but it is within you. Now, you can choose to make the most of that talent that you've been given, those talents, or you can be like the, the unfaithful, wretched servant who took the talent that he was given, and he buried it. He buried it in a hole. And when his master came and called him to account... He said, I took the talent you gave me and stuck it in a hole in the ground. So there you go, buddy. That man was cast out, and there was much weeping and gnashing of teeth. I don't want to be that guy. Do you want to be that guy? No, I don't. I want to use my talent to the best of my abilities. I want someday to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And I hope you do too. And I hope that you realize that if you have talent, if you've re- and you're maybe you're an older guy or an older gal, maybe you're more advanced in yours, you're a little bit wiser, hopefully. You know, that's that's one of the benefits of age. It should be wisdom. If if you're old and foolish, uh, I, I feel bad for you. But ladies and gentlemen, there are talent out there. You can foster talent in others. You can mentor others you can help them take bring their talents to the surface don't allow them to waste them do not allow others to waste their talents don't waste your talent and do not allow others to waste their talents and when it comes to being a member of the legion of michael a member of a church security team your talent is going to be standing between the innocent and the evil you are the shield you are the barricade you say no Paul I don't want to be that if God wanted these people to be safe he would put an invisible cone of protection upon them maybe if you think about it for a second God would be using you as his instrument that's one of the problems I have or the with the the uh, I don't know what they call themselves, Christian scientists or, or whatever, who say, I'm not going to allow my children to go to the doctor, I'm not going to allow them to have modern medicine. If God wants my children to live, he will miracle them into living. But didn't God give the doctors and the nurses the tech the talents to save and to heal? Are those doctors and nurses not the instruments of God? When it comes to preserving the flock, protecting the flock, protecting the innocent from evil, you are the minister of God. Maybe God is saving those people's lives through you. I don't know if I've ever used, I don't think I've used this story. How many of you guys heard of the parable of the old woman in the flood? You're like the old woman in the flood. What are you talking about, Paul? It's a it's a story. It's kind of a, a funny story, but uh, it has a moral. So there was flooding. There was anticipated flooding, and an, an old woman was living all by herself in, in a little one one story house. And the uh, the firemen came around. They said, "Hey, we're expecting the flood. You need to you need to get out. You need to go." And she said, no, I have my faith in the Lord and faith in Jesus, and in Jesus and the Lord will protect me. And they said, okay, bye, lady. And then pretty soon a sheriff's deputy came by and said, ma'am, it's a state of emergency. You need to leave. The floodwaters are coming. And she said, no, I have my faith in the Lord. The Lord will save me. So they left. The floodwaters came, and the woman The woman climbed up on her roof, and pretty soon here came the National Guard. The National Guard came along in rubber boats in their way. They said, woman, ma'am, get in the boat. Come with us. And she refused. She said, no, I am a woman of faith, and God will protect me. And They said, okay, and they left. And the floodwaters rose, and the woman drowned. And soon she was standing before God, and she said, Lord, why did you let me drown? I, I prophesied for you. I confessed you. I told everyone that you would save me. And the Lord looked at her and she, he said, I sent you a fireman. I sent you a sheriff's deputy. I sent you the National Guard. What else did you want me to do? Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes God intercedes on our behalf through our fellow man. Sometimes he has those people use their talents to protect and preserve us. Do you have the talent to be the defender of the innocent? Will you use that talent, or instead will you bury it in the ground? And if you've made that decision, will you help others to foster their talents, and will you be a mentor to them? A lot of questions today. A lot of questions I left you with. That's okay. That's okay. you got a whole week to think about it. And while you're thinking about that, make sure you're sharing this show with other people so that they can hear it too, right? You're going to do that? All right. That's all I've got to say to you guys today. We're going to go ahead and close it out like we normally do with the Warrior's Prayer. But before I get to the Warrior's Prayer, I want you to remember that you can go to legionofmichael.com. Every day, 24 hours a day, you can sign up for the training. You can get all the goodness, see all the goodness that is the legionofmichael.com. It's legionofmichael.com, not the... <laughs> Type it into your favorite search engine, legionofmichael.com. Or, if you're a hip cat, you know what you can do with your phone or your laptop. You can just open up the show notes. Yeah, check it out, I'm going to... Open up the show notes, tap it with your little digit, with your little finger, and it'll take you right there. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.